All right, so we know what four of the starters for the Pelicans are going to be. That leaves one spot. Who might it be? We're going to break down three potential candidates for three scenarios for that final starting spot for your New Orleans Pelicans and their opening night game of the preseason on Monday. So let's break it all down in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Friday, final show of the week. Thank you very much for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. And of course, you can get the show on YouTube. Just search Locked On Pelicans uh, if you want to be able to watch watch the show and interact with others in the comment section too because that's been a lot of fun to be able to see and be a part of so today this one's kind of simple we got a preseason game coming up on monday for the pels we have an idea of some of the starters right like uh, on opening night this isn't going to matter necessarily for monday but on opening night assuming everyone's healthy it's going to be zion it's going to be brandon ingram it's going to be Jonas valanciunas and it's going to be one of one of Nikhil Alexander-Walker or Devontae Graham. So that's four starters right there, right? So who's the fifth? Let's talk about that because we're hearing a lot of reports come out of training camp. Willie Green spoke about it yesterday as well. Could it be Devontae Graham and Nikhil Alexander-Walker starts? Could it be one of those two guards plus a guy like Najee Marshall? Or could rookie Trey Murphy get in there too? Um, I think that is also a possibility for the Pelicans as well. So let's look at all three of those scenarios. The two guards starting, one guard in Najee, one guard in Trey Murphy. That's what we're going to break down in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. So first and foremost, you know, I think a lot of people are penciling in the starting backcourt just being the guards, Devontae Graham and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. And I think there's a, a lot of reasons to like those two guys in the backcourt. You would have Devontae Graham as kind of your point guard, and then Keel Alexander-Walker being that scoring off-ball guard, your two-guard, if you will, even though he'll handle the ball and some of those ball-handling duties as well. And with the offense running through Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram, I don't have really a problem with this. Yes, is Devontae Graham like a pure point guard? No. Is he as good of a connector passer as a guy like Lonzo Ball? Probably not. But he can handle the rock. He can dish out assists. And most importantly, he's a scoring threat. When you watch that guy with the ball in his hands, teams cover him. They play him tight on the perimeter. So pulling a defender out, opening the court up for the rest of those four other guys. Now with that four-point line that we talked about in yesterday's show, he's going to be even further back. Can you imagine the high pick and rolls, like super above the three-point line pick and rolls between him and Zion Williamson and the court gravity that both are going to command? They're going to cover Zion to start. And then Devontae Graham is going to be bombing wide open from three. And for a Pelicans team that was atrocious shooting from three last year, it makes a lot of sense to have him there. And then Nikhil Alexander-Walker gets to come in as like your fifth option. Fourth option, maybe. But fifth option. That's kind of perfect for him, right? Of all of the things we ta I talked about in yesterday's show, being annoyed with Stan Van Gundy, right? We're all trying to find the guy who didn't start Nikhil Alexander-Walker and asked him to do too much here. You know, 
putting him in with the starting unit when he has kind of a clearly defined role where he doesn't have to do too much might very well be the way to maximize him. So you're kind of getting the most out of these two players. You put Nikhil Alexander-Walker out there in a, the best fitting spot for him, and he's also a threat. Devontae Graham's a threat. They have enough ball handling you know, between them to kind of make up for the lack of like a pure point guard, something like that out there. I think that makes a lot of sense. Defensively, I, I worry a little bit at times. Um, I don't think... Uh, that Devonte Graham is a good three-point, or not? He's an excellent three-point shooter. He's not a good defender. Nikhil has the right tools for it, but is he going to be able to put it together? And is he going to be consistent enough from three? Those kind of remain to be seen. But it does seem like it's the right fit for him. And we also heard Willie Green at practice yesterday say, you know, the starting unit, the backcourt's going to mainly be about fit because you have your two primary guys in Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. So I think you can go with those two guys. And I think it's kind of a way to maximize your starting five in the best way possible. At that point, you probably have Jackson Hayes say, be the first sub in. Valanciunas comes out. You slowly sub those other guys out and then maybe leave Valanciunas and Nikhil Alexander-Walker together out there on the court or Devontae Graham and Valanciunas. And then you have three other subs around them. And that's kind of your like second unit. You can build out a rotation like that. I think there's a possibility to see a situation like that. And that seems to make a lot of sense for New Orleans. So the odds-on favorite probably would be Nikhil and Devontae Graham starting. But I don't think that's set in stone by any means. And that's what we're going to look at coming up here next. We're going to talk about Trey Murphy, I think, um, coming up next because he also could be a guy, and I'd be willing to bet in this first preseason game, you might actually see him start. It's just a bit of a guess, but we'll find that one out coming up on Monday. But they're very high on him, and so is Willie Green. So let's talk about that one coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by Indeed. General managers ask questions to find the right players. Do they have ice in their veins? Are they the right fit? Are they consistent three-point shooters? And when you're hiring, you use Indeed assessments to help make sure you find candidates with the skills you need, just like the general managers here. So when hiring gets hard, you need Indeed, the job site that makes hiring incredibly simple. Just attract, interview, and hire. And in fact, with Indeed, you can do all of your hiring in one place, even the interviewing. Don't just hope your perfect candidate will find you. Indeed's hiring tools help you cut through the noise to hire faster and smarter. And in fact, Indeed Instant Match provides a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed in the moment you post that job match yours. That's perfect. They're out there already. It's going to do all of the work for you. So with Indeed assessments, choose from 135 skills tests to help make sure you're finding applications from the people with the skills you need. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. So get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked. That's a $75 Credit at Indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash locked. Offer valid through September 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, it's the best tasting protein bar out there. If you're eating something else, whether it's before or after a workout, meal replacement, something for breakfast, you're eating the worst tasting one. Look, they don't need to be gourmet meals. You may as, eat, as well eat the ones that taste as good as possible, and these things taste like candy bars. I had the cookie dough bite one the other day for lunch at my office. 
It's great. It's got cookie dough chunks on it and it's healthy for you. That's what's so awesome about these things. They're going to taste amazing. You're not even going to realize what you're eating. You're going to think it's like Halloween candy, but it's 17 to 18 grams of protein calories between 130 and 180, four to five grams sugar, only four to five grams net carbs. They have delicious flavors like double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies, and cream, limited time flavors. They have like a mint puff bar out there right now, which is really light and airy and like nothing you've ever tried in a protein bar. So you've got to give Built Bars a try. You can go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. You can keep using that promo code, by the way. It's basically with this promo code through Locked On permanently 15% off over at Built.com when you use the promo code LOCKED15. All right. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen of every single day. We've got a Saints game in the Dome coming up on Sunday against the Giants. Make sure Locked On Saints is your second listen to get you prepped for everything you need. Black and gold and Ross Jackson is an absolute stud when it comes to covering that team. Today, though, on Locked On Pelicans, we are talking about the other starter. So we know one of the guards is going to be starting for the team, whether it's Nikhil Alexander-Walker or Devontae Graham. And we just went over why maybe both should be starting. But let's assume one of them starting. And I don't think it really matters as much, whether it's Devontae Graham or Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I don't think it's going to factor in for the next two guys we're going to talk about. So let's look at rookie Trey Murphy, who was unbelievably impressive in summer league guy who averaged 16.3 points, seven rebounds and 2.8 assists. And he did it just shooting lights out from three and playing a variety of positions guarding multiple, multiple people. He guarded guys that were drafted ahead of him on the wing down low in the case of Evan Mobley with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He kind of does it all and gives them a lot more positional versatility. I think he's a guy that could be in the starting lineup if this team wants a little bit more defense than having both of the guards in Devontae Graham and Nikhil Alexander-Walker are going to give you. Devontae Graham's undersized. He can guard the one. That's about it. Can't really put him anywhere else, and you're hiding him on defense. Nikhil has the right tools. Is he capable of putting them all together? I'm not sure just yet. But it does look like a guy in... Trey Murphy has that positional versatility, enough three-point shooting that you're not asking him to do too much other than just spot up and rain threes on the three-point line in the starting lineup. It seems to make a lot of sense, right? If you do have a bulking center and you need to get Valanciunas out there early, maybe Trey Murphy can handle some of that, something along those lines if you want Valanciunas running with second units a little bit more. And we heard in practice that Brandon Ingram was playing five-on-five with Trey Murphy as his teammate. You know, Trey Murphy at 17 overall was drafted, you know, as a junior because they thought he could contribute right away. This is someone the Pelicans felt very, very highly on. And I think that if they had stayed at 10, they might have taken him there at 10, to be perfectly honest with you. They were just able to get him at 17. But they started doing a lot of research on him early on, like years ago, basically, when it came to this. So knowing that David Griffin and Trajan Langdon think so highly of Trey Murphy and knowing that David Griffin wants to have a hand in the lineups and rotations and things like that, could it be that David Griffin forces Willie Green's hand, and it's not like Willie Green wouldn't want to do this necessarily, to start Trey Murphy? And I think that is a very realistic possibility. 
Murphy is one of the best three-point shooters, probably second best behind Corey Kispert coming into this NBA draft. He's excellent from the free throw line, positional versatility, gives you defense, and you just don't need him to do much, right? So you're not throwing this rookie into the starting lineup and into the Wolves where he's got to take on a larger role than what he's comfortable with. No, this is just him. Go out, play defense, spot up, and like do your thing. And that's all. That sounds pretty good and seems to fit really well with what he you know, should be doing on this team. I like that. I think that means he could have a lot of success here in New Orleans, and they're putting him in that position to succeed. I dig it, right? Like You drafted him for a reason. You're high on him for a reason. Why not roll with him? And I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up starting that first preseason game, but we'll see. I'm not entirely sold on that idea just yet, but I think there's a chance. I think they're really high on him. The fact that he's been playing five-on-five with Brandon Ingram and not against him in training camp so far, in practices so far, kind of says a lot about where Willie Green sees him. If you want more just positional versatility, like two, like basically one through five, right? Two through five, something like that. Good three-point shooting. With upside, he's kind of the way to go. You lose some ball handling with him um, that you lose with one of those guards, but you can actually make that up with a kind of similar player. And that's who we're going to talk about coming up next in Najee Marshall. So there is a bit of a downside to Trey Murphy, but he's going to get minutes for the ro- in the rotation for sure. But is Najee maybe the perfect candidate to put into the starting unit with one of those other guards? We'll talk about him coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Football is back. Saints play on Sunday. Big college games all weekend. You've got LSU-Auburn. That's going to be a really fun one. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, more odds and props, and then they have constant contests running to use your sports knowledge and put it in there um, and try and win a little bit more money. BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything. Football so head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your one uh, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. If you, if you haven't signed up yet, you already missed some, so now's your chance to get in and make sure you're not leaving money on the table. 50% when you use promo code Locked On to receive the bonus, whether it's football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season over at Bet Online, where the game starts. Bet Online, you're f- the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports favorites. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. And for your second listen, go check out the Locked On Saints podcast with host Ross Jackson, who is awesome. So talking about who starts, we know Zion's going to be in there. Valanciunas is going to be in there. Brandon Ingram is going to be in there. One of Devontae Graham or Nikhil Alexander-Walker is going to be in there, leaving that fifth spot. Could it be the other guard? Could it be rookie Trey Murphy? What about the kind of established guy, right, for the Pelicans to an extent? The the other established wing. Could that be Najee Marshall starting for the Pelicans? He was pretty decent last year in, in, you know, limited roles, kind of a great little find for New Orleans. He has very good size at 6'7", 220. He's still young-ish, but he's probably kind of, we're going to really see what he's capable of this year. But in Summer League, He played exceedingly well, 27.3 minutes per game, averaged 14.2 points. He grabbed, where did his stats go? 10 rebounds per game. He shot 40% from three on three attempts. Not a lot, but it's also summer league. He wasn't playing huge, huge roles. And averaged almost five assists. 
So I think of the guys that we've mentioned, he's actually probably the least likely to start. When you watched him in summer league kind of run the team and have the offense run through him and with his passing ability, I really liked what I saw. And the second unit, if you are starting both guards, or even if you have Trey Murphy in there, the second unit needs another guy that has that ability to be kind of a point forward, like a, like a, a very, very light version of Brandon Ingram to an extent in terms of the passing. Najee fits that. So yes, you could put him into the starting unit where you're never worried about the ball stopping with him and Willie Green, that 0.5 offense, right? Either pass, move, or shoot within 0.5 seconds of getting the ball. He kind of fits that because he's such a well-rounded player. He can do it all. Again, as a fifth starter, be a spot-up shooter. Drive when you see opportunities to drive, but don't actively go and look for that. It makes, I think, a lot of sense for him. But I think it's more needed with the second unit. However, he's the most established guy, I think, to a, to a degree, at least when it comes to the wing. You trust him to guard multiple positions. You tend to trust his three-point shot, I think, and know that that will fall for him. He shot 45% from three last year. He shot 40% in summer league. It's a guy who's very clearly capable of doing that if you want to have more depth on the wing and move maybe Brandon Ingram to the two and really take advantage of a height mismatch there I think that's what you look at in a situation like this he can also play the four he can guard fours not really you know guard fives who a small small degree but he's a guy that makes I think a lot of sense for the team but is he just so well-rounded that you want to run him through the second unit and, and clearly see that he's capable of kind of being like one of the guys on the team, right? It's not like last year when he was playing and he wasn't really taking many attempts per game. He was taking under seven attempts per game. It's not a lot, right? That number jumped up in summer league to almost 13 attempts per game because he was allowed to have the freedom to kind of create his own offense and create for others. And he succeeded at it. You know, the second unit's going to be similar to some of the guys he's playing with in summer league, I think. So you could see him stepping into that role and being one of the focal points of the second unit and even one of the main ball handlers there. The Pelicans really feel like, basically due to roster construction, they're kind of going in on wings handling the ball, front court players handling the ball to a certain degree. Najee fits that. So maybe you let him and Nikhil Alexander-Walker kind of hang with the second unit along with Valanciunas if you're doing the subs that way, which I firmly believe even you've got some well-rounded ball handling there you've got some defense you've got a focal point on offense with Valanciunas I think that really fits so when you know talking about this I don't think the Pelicans have have a bad option it's just kind of fit and trying to maximize the bench as well you could put Nikhil and Devontae Graham in the starting lineup and that might be the best way to maximize those two in in particular Nikhil but if you think he's ready to take a leap and be more than he was last year I actually don't know if that's necessarily the best fit for him right now. Letting him star with the second unit, get the ball in his hands more, let him start to play downhill, take those shots, try and create for others. It seems like it could work for a combo guard like that. So I think the Pelicans are in a very good spot. You know, it could be Trey Murphy. Maybe that's the odds on favorite, given that he's running with some of the starters right now. I'm excited to see what this could look like on, on Monday with this team and what they are going to trot out there in this first preseason game. And 
We're going to find out. So we'll preview that on Monday's show. We'll be talking more things Pelicans throughout the week. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Make Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. And on YouTube if you want to watch it that way as well. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment. And that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. This week of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all on Monday for a game day. It's kind of weird to say that.